the Brothers in Kayfabe. For over two seasons, the revolutionary force in brotherly kayfabe entertainment. And now, Pro Wrestling and Being a Good Brother present the Brothers in Kayfabe. We're going to jump into today's episode here in just a second. Disclaimer, this episode is different. It's kind of a Valentine's Day special because we're talking about the greatest love story in wrestling, Matt Hardy, Edge, and Lita, that wonderful, controversial love triangle. Now, the reason today's episode is different is, long story short, um, Friday will be my first day off in almost two weeks. I had a crazy event, um, (laughs) put in a ton, a ton of overtime this past weekend. Um, Haven't had any time to to not work. And that combined with Valentine's Day just made for a chaotic schedule where Jake and I couldn't record. So that's why I dug into the archives and you're getting this. But Real quick before we jump in, I do have to say this. Season three is drawing to an end. And so what we're going to do, if you're listening to this next week on Tuesday, we are going to go live for the season three finale. We're going to be going live through StreamYard, so we'll be on Facebook and YouTube. So if you want to be part of the show, All you got to do is tune in live. You won't find an episode when you wake up Tuesday morning, but you can be part of the show that evening. So stay tuned for details. We'll be blasting all of our socials. Without further ado, here is Terry Funk.
Without a doubt, he is the greatest mullet in professional wrestling. He is the Duke of the Dropkick, a master of the suplex, a man who has been in more bedrooms than Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu combined. He is the best around. He is Johnny Cove. To check out more of Johnny Cove, follow his social media and pick up a shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. Thank you so, so much, Terry. Now, to get into the bulk of today's programming, here's just some wonderful snippets that kind of encapsulate the storyline and real-life scenario of Edge and Lita and Matt Hardy, even including the very controversial episode of WWE Bite This. It was WWE's.com's... Um, like internet radio kind of show hosted by Todd Grisham. So I hope you enjoy this. I know it's different, but you know, we wanted you to have something rather than nothing. So here we go. Not what Kane's mindset as it as a, as it currently is. I love it, Sam. Right hands back by, by Kane. I got a pain. Go to pay window with right hands on Kane, I'll tell you. You're not going to make a lot of money beating Kane up in a fist fight, I don't think. Oh. Oh. Nice reverse elbow by, by Edge, and then countered by, by Kane. I can say this, if somehow Edge can defeat Kane here tonight. Oh, yeah. man, that's nice move. Edge yeah, has got to not want to see Kane for a long time after tonight. One of those exposed ribs was, was Edge, baseball slide. 
picks the big uh, red machine to the outside. Hello, look at Lita. Lita needs to keep her distance. Watch well, yourself there, Lita. What do you think about the call out? Payne forced back in the ring. Referee Macchio trying to. comes at you with a slobber knocker move after another high impact, nothing pretty. And now Kane climbing to the top of the, one of the top turnbuckles where he's going. And it doesn't ever seem like it's about winning for Kane anymore. It's just about taking Edge out and making Lita pay. Oh, that's right or not, Coach. I think Kane would like to win. Hey, hey, look out, look out now, Lita. Look out, Lita. Oh, oh this is not about winning. This is called Kane.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bite This. I am Todd Grisham, and as promised, Lita is here live in the WWE studios in Stanford, Connecticut, and will be on next here on Bite This. She'll be talking about her life inside and outside the ring. Everything's on the table. You can talk about whatever you want to, and we are taking your questions. 888-LIVE-WWE. We are taking your questions, so if you've got something that you've been wanting to ask Lita, Call in next. Lita, one-on-one, live here on Bite This. Stay tuned. Welcome to Bite This. Lita, first off, thanks for joining us. Thanks for not peeing on me. I know you had a request, but... Well, we do what we do around here. I appreciate your professionalism. Thank you so much. And uh, so much has gone on in the WWE. So much has gone on in your life, including this past week on Raw. Everyone wants to know your take on the shocking events that happened this past week. If you could just talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I'd like to talk about it a little bit. Just because for months now I've kept quiet, trying, trying to take the high road, trying to leave my personal life personal, Mm -hmm. but, um, I mean, legitimately like safety issues come in edge being blindsided on Monday and, um, still not clear from knee surgery. It's just like, when, when is enough enough? When is it going to stop? So, um, I don't know if this is going to make any difference. This seems to be, uh, Matt Hardy's forum. This seems to be where he's most comfortable here in cyberspace. If it's happening in cyberspace, it's happening in Matt Hardy's living room, apparently. Um, so, I don't know. I just, I'm just like, you know, I've got my hands up. Go ahead. Ask me whatever you want. And and you might not like what you hear, but, you know. Well, you mentioned on. Matt Hardy in cyberspace. And uh, after his raw appearance, he posted uh, a big statement on his website. I'll, I'll read you a couple of excerpts. Uh, have you read this yet? I, I read through it. And probably the reason that you can't read the entire thing is because of um, contrary to his role model persona that he likes to portray and, and be such a great role model for children. It's quite vulgar, and um, you know I don't know that we can really talk about the things that he said on there. But you can go ahead and say weed through what you can, yeah, what you can get to. I'll clean it up a little bit. Basically, he he says, uh, as of July 11th, my personal Independence Day, the movement has begun to make Edge, Lita, and the WWE regret what they did to me, what they did to us. It's time for Matt Hardy to stand up for all the MFers that have been chanting, "We want Matt," and you screwed Matt. Uh, the McMahons, the Johnny Aces, and all of the WWE management can kiss my mm-hmm. uh, what? And then he calls Edge uh, feces and says that Edge must pay for what he did. I'm not going to let the WWE forget that they effed up when they released me instead of that scumbag homewrecker. And then he says to you, Lita, you know what it's like to have me as your closest ally, but you're going to hate to see what it's like to have me as your worst enemy and then calls you a very negative name. What do you, what do you say to that? Well, it sounds like a threat, first of all. And I think he mentions, you know, if Edge thought getting his tire slashed was was bad, well, you know, this is going to be a whole new level. And, you know, I, I'm sorry the guy's never had his heart broken before and, and hate to be the one that had to have done that. But it's just like, grow up. You know, and he talks about oh, potentially suing Vince because of getting arrested. It's like, the fact that he wasn't arrested before this, I mean, it's... It's not even, I'm sorry your heart was broken. I know emotions come into play, but it's it's illegal. I mean, it's the stuff that he's doing. And um, I fell in love with somebody else is the, is the bottom line. 
it's the, it's the bottom line. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying the way I went about it was right. But um, that's basically what happened. I fell in love with somebody else. And um, I think you can see a little bit, a little bit more how things have played out. It became even more evident to me as time went by one of the main um, differences between myself and Matt. I'm a very private person. I, I keep to myself private issues are private issues. Um, and I mean, this, the entire wrestling world is, was his life and took precedence over our personal relationship, which ended up taking its toll. Um, there was, there was never a break where the, the phone wasn't on trying to get the inside scoop from every wrestler in the country, uh, trying to comb every website to make sure every detail was going, you know, that he was in the loop with everything. And it's just like, and, oh, and how he makes the comment of, you know, they have to pay for what we did, to, what we did to him and what we, he, we did to, to us, us talking about the MFers. It's like, OK, so I fell in love with Edge and that affects the fans. How like how, how is that their business? Go go concentrate on Angelina and, and Brad and Jennifer and Read Us magazine. It's just it's like, ugh. Let let me, you know, entertain you from nine to eleven and let me be in bed with whoever I want to be in bed with. I have no obligation to the fans um, to be Matt Hardy's girlfriend. Well, uh, and based on how he's been acting, do you, can you see why I would not want to be with him? You don't need to answer that, but I'm just saying rhetorically, it's like it, that's very attractive behavior. All of these rants and comments that he's made over the past few months. And I really don't see how that makes you a desirable, desirable person. and makes you want to be with that makes me want to be with him because it. You know, it sure makes my decision that I made a lot clearer, knowing that I did make the right decision to be with Edge and not to be with somebody that's going to uh, be quite immature, to say, say the least. Well, uh, bite this interactive forum. We get a lot of email. We are taking phone calls. 888-LIVE-WWE. Uh, if you've got something that you want to ask Lita, she's agreed to take a few phone calls. Here's a, an email from Annie. It says, Lita, how do you respond to all the bad press that you and Edge have gotten? Do you feel bad about it? The, the one thing, I do feel bad because... I won't go sign autographs for fans. I, I don't go out to eat. I, I don't because I don't want to hear it. And I know there are some fans that are going to be fans of mine no matter what. And I can appreciate that. But yet I'm not going to go get yelled at by MFers um, so that I can go sign somebody else's autograph. I just ignore it all. And getting the bad press, the main thing that I've done until today has been not turned on a computer, ignored it, and tried to conduct my life and not... And not, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's out there that is not true, that is, you know, Matt always precedents every statement with, I'm not by far not a perfect person, but, and then goes and talks about all the reasons he is perfect. I can tell you one thing he's perfect at is being a spin doctor. He will spin every scenario into making him, this is exactly how it happened, and he's, he's the absolute right and I'm the absolute wrong, and that's not the way it is, but I didn't want to have to go here, but here we are. So you're saying that he tries to look like he's the victim in every case. In every case. And, oh, he's absolutely perfect. And it's just like he, he's, he's never done anything wrong. And we had the perfect relationship. And out of nowhere, here comes Edge. And we ride off into the sunset. And how could you know we do this to him? Well, here's another email from Marco. Did you think that your personal life would have had this much impact on viewers as it has? Did you think that people would be this interested in your life? I never thought in a million years you could have told me that I would be sitting here today or be involved in any scenario like this. And I mean, it's it's all the more reason that just makes me 
It makes me, it makes me shut down because I'm used to being a really strong person. But the way I've been a strong person is I need to pick up for myself. I know nobody's going to be there to catch, catch me when I fall. So I need to be responsible for myself. Now I'm having such an effect on an outside uncontrollable force that I can't control. And it, it makes me shut down and makes me, it makes, makes me want to go away, you know. Uh, uh, Candy from Appleton, Wisconsin, wants to know how your relationship is with Matt's brother, Jeff. Are you still friends with Jeff Hardy? I have spoke to Jeff maybe twice since since all of this has happened. Um, I mean, I, I understand and I understand why. It's like his brother's going to have his back. That's that's the way it goes. And I understand that. And I can be supportive of that. And, and, and up until now, because now it's like it's on. But up until then, I was like, look, people are Matt fans. People are Lita's fans. That's cool. Nobody has to take sides. But now it's like you forced me to go here. So let's go. Uh, another question from AC Cardenas wants to know, I think we may already know the answer to this. Do you ever see you and Matt becoming friends or possibly getting back together romantically one day? Uh, no, I mean, I can't see us being friends. I can't see us getting back together. But like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't see myself sitting here today. So. And, and what are your thoughts on edge and his relationships? Obviously before this, he was married. Any comment on that? Um, no, I don't really have a comment on that. I think we can leave that to him to talk about because I feel like that's personal and he can tell you what he wants to tell you about that. Do you still care about Matt? Do you think about Matt on a daily basis? Is, is he always in your mind or are you more trying to push him away and not think about him at all? Obviously, you've had such a long relationship with him. There's still some feelings there, I would think. He, yes, I do think about him and I do care about him. But then, and because I have blocked out all of this, all of these rantings that he's gone and it's made it easier to still have some sort of compassion for the situation. But as it goes by and I can't ignore it anymore and I actually start to look and see of the things that he said about me and of the situation, it's hard to have any compassion left for him. All right. And as promised, we are taking phone calls. First caller, you're on live with Lita. Please state your name and then ask your question. Giselle? Hello? Hello. Speak a little louder, please. <laughs> this is Giselle. Hi, Giselle. Hi, who are you? Um, Lita, I just want to say that I'm one of your biggest fans, and I support you 100%, and I understand that, you know, things do happen that's out of um, people's control, but like I said, I mean, you're there to entertain us, and um, what you do behind closed doors is your business, um, and like I said, I just, you know, continue supporting you, and I hope everything works out. Thank you. You know, and it's like, I don't want to completely turn my back on those people that are out there, and that's cool. And I'm glad that I got that call, but I just, I can't base my entire life on, oh, I hope I get a phone call that somebody supports me. And that's going to have to affect all of my daily life and my decisions. It's, I've always been, regardless of whether people approved what I did or didn't, I do what I do, whether you draw inspiration off of it, whether you don't like it, that's, that's your business. And here I am. Now, Edge has his supporters as well. When you're out with Edge, what kind of reaction is he getting? Is it as negative as, as you, as you get? You know, honestly, this the whole internet thing is the same as I compare it to like um, road rage. How people are a lot ballsier when they're in their car, and they're a lot ballsier when they're behind the the keyboard. Everybody is totally. The only people that are going to actually come up to us are going to be people that support us, and these people that um, under their breath from twenty yards away go, "You screwed, Matt." You know, and then write a big diatribe on the internet about how they stood up to us and they were representing the MFers and and uh, beating us into the ground. It's it's not true because. Uh, frankly, people don't have the balls to do that. 
Well, well, during some of Edge's matches, we've noticed we, we hear that you screwed Matt and sure. kind of things about you. Do you guys feed off of that? Does that push you to perform better in the ring, or is it a distraction to you? Uh, to me, it just I will actually lose lose myself and lose my train of thought of what I'm doing out there because I'm like I cannot believe this is this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous because of a personal decision that I made. That there's twenty thousand people at MSG chanting something that they know nothing about other than one person's spin on things. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any regrets? I mean, obviously, I don't think you intended to hurt Matt. Uh, do you have any, going back, would you have done things differently, handled the situation differently? Absolutely. I mean, in life is a learning experience. It's all you can do is learn from your mistakes. You can't go back in time. Um, Matt suggested that I owe an apology to the Internet. And, I mean, that's like, a, along with a million other things, he said, the most ridiculous statement ever, I don't owe an apology to the Internet. I have apologized to Matt. I didn't mean to hurt him. I, I, yes, I wish I went about things differently. I wish I would have realized if I was feeling things for Edge that I needed to, to end things before I went there, and I didn't. And, and all I can do is apologize to him and hope that we both learn and grow from this. But apparently he doesn't seem to be growing too much. And, and I, I, I really regret it because I didn't want to hurt him, but this, this definitely brings out you know hard situations, bring out you know, the best or worst, different qualities in people. And I just, I'm pretty, pretty shocked at how I've, how I've seen how he's acted since this. All right. We've got another caller on the line. Caller, please state your name and uh, your question to Lita. Um, this is Mandy. And I would like to know how the whole situation, like the whole, what Matt has done has affected your entire life. Well, um, I mean, it's just, he, he told me, like, you know, the day after I was leaving, driving down to Atlanta to my mom's house, this is career suicide. You're going to pay for what you've done and, and all of this. And, you know, every, everything he's done to a point. I was like, I understand. He's hurt. He's going to act out. Everybody does things in different ways. But um, I tried to just take the high road. And I've and as much as it hurts, I've tried to just, you know, continue on. Um, but it hurts. And I think about it all the time. Where do you see your relationship now with Edge uh, going forward? I mean, how close are you guys at this point? Well, I, I definitely am in love with him. It's This has taken on a whole new turn because of the stress. And, and I mean, if a normal relationship is hard enough as it is, getting to know people and kind of finding your groove, having this magnifying glass on top of it, having fans think that, I mean, even fans that think they're being supportive, screw Matt, go with Edge. I'm like, I can't believe someone just said that to me. The fact, I mean, people, they don't know. And I can't explain how things exactly happen. I can't explain exactly. I can't put a finger on it why I'm in love with Edge. I, all I can say is that I am. And I am happy for the feelings that I feel when I'm around him. But I do regret how we both went about it. Once again, we are taking your questions live. 888-LIVE-WWE is the number to call. We have another caller on the line. If you could please state your name and your question, please. Hey, Amy. This is Matt Hardy. The question I'd like to ask you is, uh, yeah, Wait, is you're this, out here. Um, is this really, is this, is this Matt Hardy? Do we have confirmation? Is this Matt Hardy? It, this is? Sounds like Matt to me, and it really shouldn't surprise me at this point. Yeah, it actually is Matt Hardy. Uh, if you need a little confirmation to prove it, I'll, how about uh, the same place where I showed up and embarrassed you this Monday night in Newark? Newark is also the same place you've told me you loved me, Amy. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. The first time. You need more confirmation? No, Matt. Go ahead. What's up? No, go ahead. I wanna, I'm going to give you a chance, considering, you know, 
I, I have talked to you here and there, but I haven't talked to you uh, since everything has really, really went down. But I want to hear you explain yourself. Go ahead. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from the horse's mouth. What, what would you like to know, Matt? Because as I know, I'm sure you've been listening to this entire show because if it is um, if it's online, it's it's um, on in your house. I know that much. Well, the first thing I want to say is like, uh, how did it feel to see me Monday? Um, I don't know if it was so much seeing you that I, I didn't like, but I didn't really like seeing you blindside my boyfriend and, and attack him. But uh, that was awfully sweet of you. Well, if you thought that was sweet of me, believe me, your life is only starting to become miserable. And Adam Copeland, your boyfriend, the love of your life, his life is only starting to become miserable. Because Monday was the very first day in my movement. And my movement will be to get retribution on you and against that piece of feces, Adam Copeland, and against the WWE, more specifically the office of the WWE, Johnny Ace and all the other actors that fired me. That's great. Are you done with your wrestling promo that you just cut? Oh, no. Actually, I'm not. I, okay. I've, got, I've got plenty more wrestling promos to do. Great. And I've got plenty of things to discuss with you. So go ahead. Why don't you tell me exactly? Why is it uh, you're, you're more in love with Adam Copeland than me? Why did you throw away six good years? Why would why'd you flush that down the drain? Matt. Especially considering this guy has been married twice and he's run over every woman he's been with. What makes you think you're so special? What makes you think you're different? I don't know that I need to tell you about my relationship. With I think you, I think you owe it to me, considering I give you I have given you six good years of my life, and I probably loved you more than anyone else would love you. No, I'm saying I don't think that that I owe you an explanation of my relationship with Edge. Although I can tell you about why I don't want to be with you. You cutting wrestling promos in a personal context could be one 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 excuse that that I could tell you. Okay, great. Great. Well, you know, you are the reason that I'm cutting wrestling promos, and you are the reason why I showed up Monday night, and you are the reason all this began. And I, I, I don't understand why that's my issue, that you have chose to act out this breakup that happens every day, just not on camera and not in a, a public forum, that you've chose to act out this way. You've chose to rally your MFers because somehow having your MFers behind you makes it a lot better and easier to deal with and somehow more right and you're more vindicated because I fell in love with somebody else and because you have a lot of MFers, somehow that equals, I, I don't know, I haven't quite put the two together, but... Well, the reason why, the reason why it's public is because... We're public people. We're public wrestling celebrities. And we were a lot more than just a, a couple, Amy. We were also a working couple. We'd worked together in the WWE for many years. And of course you knew, getting involved in a relationship with another worker, a guy who claimed to be one of my best friends. You know, they say in this business, you know, you only have like the number of friends, true friends that you have, you can count on one hand. And I would have considered Adam one. And considering that you would go out and fall in love and have an affair with him about, you know, behind my back and lie every step of the way. I definitely think that makes things a public issue, especially when that's going to come out. Come on. We're on TV. We're on worldwide. We're in every country on the, in the world. And considering the power of the internet, that was going to be out and I was going to defend myself. Uh, because reason, I, didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong. And the reason it was out is because you put it out there. That, that's why it's out there. And that's why it became public knowledge. I think if people were being mature adults in the situation, it wouldn't have got where it was. And you, I mean, obviously you were the driving force behind that, wanting to make sure saving face by rallying these troops behind you. It, it, it just, it does not, it doesn't compute to me. I don't understand it. People think differently. People are going to solve problems differently, but uh, dealing with it amongst ourselves, I think would have been a, conducted a lot, a lot more um, effective means for trying, 
to work out differences and work out things. Obviously, you, you and you know, we were together for a long time. I had never been been with anybody else. This thing just happened with Edge out of nowhere. I didn't mean for it to happen. Yes, I went about it wrong. But it's not that I just out of nowhere did this. And I mean, the two two of us needed to sit down and talk, not be um, ranted on on the Internet. Matt, well, I, Matt know, can I jump in with a quick question? Uh, a lot of people are asking. Thank you us, quick. Do, do you really feel that Edge should have been fired over you? Yeah, absolutely. Let, let, me, let me go back and let, let me go back. And I, I'm getting ready to get to that. I'm going to put everything in perspective. It's funny how you feel so justified because of this feeling. I mean, what would have been right? Anytime this creep would have put some kind of move on you, would have been go home and tell me, but you didn't do that. So every time after that, it was intentional. And no, I'm not the one who started this story. The story would have been out as soon as you and Edge would have been, you know, hanging out and doing your thing once the word got out and I found out about it. And I definitely wasn't going to think people that I was, I wasn't going to let people think that I was treating you bad in this relationship because I never did. I treated you good as gold, and there's no denying that. And as far as the whole Matt getting fired and not Edge, I mean, you've got a guy, I'll, I'll tell you, John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, that's what everybody calls him. He's the guy who's the head of talent relations right now. I was ready to make a comeback. I'd rehabbed, I was supposed to be out eight to nine months with my left knee. I had it totally reconstructed. I was ready to come back in six months because I busted my ass to rehab my injury and come back for a wrestling company that I love with everything I am, that I've sacrificed everything I've had over the last seven years. And you guys know that, TLC matches, ladder matches, table matches, whatever it may be. And I was ready to come back. I was in Greenville, South Carolina working out. I was in the ring actually working out with one of my buddies, Crazy K, and I got a phone call from Johnny Ace. And at this point he said, well, Matt, just want to tell you, he said, we're going to have to release you. Creative really doesn't have anything for you. We don't have anything. We're going to, I was going, Johnny, Johnny, that, I don't buy into that. You're going to release me because creative don't have anything for me? You're telling me this doesn't have anything to do with my situation? No, it doesn't have anything to do with my situation, not at all. And one, I think Johnny Ace has a personal vendetta against me. And two, considering I was the guy that was the victim of this whole thing, I mean, Adam Copeland was a guy that was married. He was having, he was committing adultery, having an affair with my girlfriend. Those two were in the wrong. And the company, the WWE, was going to endorse that and fire me while I was at home with an injury? That is absolute. How, how can that be justified? The thing is, Adam Copeland, the edge, that's the guy that should have been fired. They should have sent him home, and they maybe should have sent you home too, Amy especially with the way you are. The whole reason, I think Monday night I came out there and I called him Adam because that's all I know him as. And I didn't even call you Amy because the Amy Dumas I know, that, that girl, she's dead. She's gone. Lita's all I know. This filthy hanging out with Edge. That's all I know now. I don't even know who Amy Dumas is anymore. Okay, and, and so why, why should I want to be with you after a, a rant like this? And well, re- I, no, I'll tell you what, I don't want to be with you either. The whole thing is, I'm the kind of person, I, I, I'm vindictive. I'll tell you that right now. And if you, it, 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 if you screw over Matt Hardy, believe me, I will make your life miserable. You did that to me because I looked at you on the same level as myself. I mean, actually, wrestling is all I've known. It's all I've loved my entire life. And then it came to a point where I loved you more than wrestling. I put you first, and I put my career second. In case people don't know this, I was on SmackDown. I was in the midst of the best time I'd ever had as a singles wrestler in my career. The whole reason I came to Raw was to be with this girl, Amy Dumas, to be with Lita on TV so it wouldn't mess up our schedule, so it wouldn't mess up our relationship. And coming over there did nothing for me. It was a career killer, and part of it was your fault because you got heat when I got over there. And then I came over there for you just for our relationship because relationship was number one to me, wrestling was second. When I was out hurt, though, it seems to you that my relationship, our relationship didn't mean anything. Wrestling was first to you, and then even your relationship with Edge became first to you. So now, because you've done that, I'll get retribution against you, I'll get retribution against Adam, and I'll also get retribution against that company because I am the kind of person, I don't just like, people don't run over me, and then I lay down and die. If people run over me, I will get up and I will massacre them. I will dismantle them. 
and you have no idea. You know what it's like to be my closest ally and have me do anything for you, and you're going to see what it's like to be my worst enemy. And I know, you're, you're I not know. Like I, read, I read already, Matt. Good. Thank you. Well, just, just to reiterate, because I know you're not too, you're not too up on your, internet, on your uh, internet sites, and you're not too up on your articles and whatnot. So just so you know, I want to warn you before I come. Okay, thanks. And um, we are now hosting the Bite This Show. I am your host, Lita. We have Matt Hardy here as a guest who, um, if he didn't say enough over the past months, um, he has actually more to say, folks. I know you're on the edge of your seats. What else have you got for us, Matt? Oh, yeah. Would you like to hear some more? This is all I'm going to say right now. From now on, I am a free man. My 98 No Complete Clause, my No Compete Clause has ended. And you never know where I'll show up. This Friday, I'll just go ahead and plug it for you. I'll be in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Come out and see Matt Hardy. This Saturday, I'll be in for Ring of Honor. Come out and see Matt Hardy. Come out and see Ring of Honor, a real wrestling promotion, as opposed to the uh, WWE and its soap opera storylines. And this Sunday, you never know where I'll show up. Might go down to Florida for a vacation. Monday, you never know where I'll show up there. Tuesday, there's a big wrestling show that day. All too. right, that's all the time we have yeah. today, folks, on Bite This. Matt Hardy, we appreciate you so much for stopping by today. Thank you. We'll be talking to you later. Hey, Amy. Amy, on a serious note, why? Why, why did you do it? Why, why would you make why, why would you do it? There's obviously something missing there for me to go fall in love with somebody else, Matt. What was missing? What was missing? I don't think I need to share that with the rest of the world, Matt. Is uh, even though that's how you seem to be dealing with things, um, there's still places that um, I don't want to go, and I don't, I don't think I should have to. Go ahead. Don't be afraid now. Uh, Matt Lita has uh, has, has left. Unfortunately, I, I guess that uh, concludes our interview. Thanks for calling in and, and clearing the air a little bit. And uh, all the fans writing in want to know what, what's what's next for you. What, what do you have in store? You keep talking about doing these things in the WWE. What do you have next? Who knows? I know that every Monday and Tuesday there's a WWE event going on somewhere, so you never know where I'll pop up. Right. By the way, hey, Todd. Yeah. Make sure to check out the MattHardyShow.com. It's getting ready to come up. It's going to be the first ever Internet online reality show that I'm doing, and uh, it's, it's off the chain. Right now there's actually a little statement I put up there from uh, – yeah, we, we actually we read it earlier, Matt. But uh, I mean, oh no, told, there's a video statement too. I'm being told we have to cut you off, Matt. My apologies, but thanks again for calling. Check out the I'll yeah. see you at Ring of Honor. All right, there you have it, folks. Uh, Lita and Matt Hardy. Uh, perhaps this will continue this week on Monday Night Raw. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, once again, thanks for your emails and your phone calls. This was a certainly an explosive edition of Bite This. You can join us again next week right here Wednesday nights for Bite This. Until then, I'm Todd Grisham. Thanks for watching. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Ed's like to ask this question. What do you think of a mystery man rehiring Matt Hardy? Jerry, what do I think about Vince McMahon's decision, Mr. McMahon's decision to rehire Matt Hardy? You know what? I think he's a genius. Yeah, it's a money-making match. Here's a little-known fact, though. You see, I actually went to Vince, and I asked him to rehire Matt. Yeah. Yeah, you see, because with what I want to do, Matt Hardy, if I did that in the streets... What I'm going to do at SummerSlam, I'd be in jail. See, at SummerSlam, you're going to witness legalized assault. <laughs> Which is why I resent us being sequestered into this dressing room. You know, Matt Hardy's been re-signed to Raw, the lunatic's running around. Well, he, he's the one out of control, not me. But that's fine, that's cool. And Eric Bischoff wants to put security guards on the door to protect us. 
We don't need the protection. He does. So I'm going to ask them to leave. I want them to go. Yeah. I want them to get out of here. Because Matt, I'm begging, I'm pleading. I want you to come in here. Come into the dressing room. Come on, barging in. Because you know what will happen? Probably break down and have yourself a little cry, won't you, Matt? You see, I saw your promo last week, Matt. And I think it was pathetic. It was absolutely pathetic. After all the months of dragging our names through the mud, our personal lives out there for everyone to see, and that's all you can muster up from your stomach, from your guts. Well, my hands are shaking and it's from hate. It's from real emotion, Matt. This, this is passion. This is intensity. This is real. And this is why Lita left you for me. You know, you said last week you wanted me to get in a car accident. See, for me, it's the opposite. I want you to be nice and safe, Matt. You get in a car, you strap that seatbelt in tight. I want you 100% because at SummerSlam, I'm gonna prove that you, do, you don't measure up as a man to me in, in, in any way, in any way. You whined and complained and you bitched and moaned last week saying, Lita was the girl of your dreams. You wanted to marry her. Matt, you were with her for six years, but you never proposed. So let me fill in the blanks here. I figured it out. You see, nobody comes before Matt Hardy and his wrestling legacy. I've heard you say it. Nothing comes before V1. So with that being said, Matt, you should thank me. Yeah, sounds strange, but you should thank me. You see, you've never gotten reactions like this before in your career. You're in the main event picture now, and why? Why? because you're riding my coattails in. Yeah. You see, while you were defending the Cruiserweight Championship, running around with your little MFers, me, I was fighting Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. I earned my main event stripes. I deserve to be where I am. And why are you here? Because your girlfriend fell in love with a main eventer. So Matt Hardy, the main event spotlight, it's shining on you. Your 15 minutes of the spotlight, it's shining on you. I know it feels good. Well, we're 13 minutes into it, and time, it's slowly ticking away. And at SummerSlam, Matt, I end it. Now, I know that cuts close to the bone. I know it does, and I know it hurts. The truth usually does. Wow, that's love, and speaking of love, there's the 500-pound love machine, Fitzra, on his way to the ring to face Rob Conway. I wouldn't want to be in Conway's leather boots and see-through panties, would you? That's next!
just tell you that Raw and SmackDown present SummerSlam, sponsored by Day of Reckoning 2. SummerSlam comes to you live in two weeks from the sold-out MCI Center in Washington, D.C., and exclusively on pay-per-view. Day of Reckoning 2, the line between friend and foe is not always clear. This time, trust no one. Edge mentioned earlier tonight that he was glad the Mr. McMahon brought back Matt Hardy. You believe that? And from Nesquahoning, Pennsylvania, weighing in at 300 pounds, Stinky. Guys, a big weekend this Sunday on MTV. Triple H will be featured on Punk. And when you're on Punk, fellas, it's not always good for the big dumb, so to speak. But take a look at the local listing for Triple H on Punk this Sunday. Stinky walking right into the face of Matt Hardy, who nails Stinky with the right oh, hand. Hardy almost a version of a discus punch there. And Hardy with those knees on a bigger, stronger man in Snitsky. Oh, no, what a shot. Do you think Matt Hardy may have a little bit extra energy here tonight? Matt Hardy has an agenda. He is on a vendetta. And he can't wait. He's counting the days until SummerSlam. And it's 13 days. And look at oh. the power of Snitsky. Maybe too much for the returning Matt Hardy. And you gotta believe that Edge is happy about the fact that Matt Hardy has to face Snitsky, maybe soften him up a little bit before we get to SummerSlam. Well, I couldn't believe the intensity of Edge. It's so personal in this situation, but I don't know if I believe Edge when he says that he's happy that Matt Hardy is back here. And did you see the fire in the eyes oh. And, oh. And, and the passion, and he called it emotion oh, it's in this whole situation. It's very real. Oh, Hardy returning, returning that kick to the midsection, but Snitsky has a Matt Hardy trapped in the corner. Irish far side follows it with a clothesline. High impact from the big man, Gene Snitsky. Snitsky about six feet six, certainly 300 pounds at least. And Snitsky's certainly been thick as thieves with Edge and Lita as of late. Well, Matt, Hardy, Matt Hardy is realizing very quickly that things are a lot different when, when you don't attack somebody from whoa, behind. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Strength, standing vertical suplex of the blood rushing to the brain of Matt Hardy. The lateral pressed by Snitsky and Hardy able to kick out. Snitsky uh, neglected to hook that leg. Hardy able to use his legs to kick out. JR, that was oxymoronic what you said. There is no brain in Matt Hardy. That was moronic? Oxymoronic. Oh, oxymoronic. I bet. Oh, look at this now. I don't know about that. Hardy has certainly had a, had a challenging year. No doubt about that. And he's being challenged right here physically by, by Snitsky, who does challenge a lot of people. But if you're, if you're not real careful, Matt Hardy gets real angry at you. You know what he'll do, Coach? What's he going to do? Oh, he'll send you a nasty email. Oh, it, it'll be mean, won't it? <laughs> he'll tell you a lot of names over the email when it's not face-to-face. Hey, the guy talked from his heart last week, whether you agreed, you liked it, you didn't like it. He said what he felt last week after being rehired by Mr. McMahon. Yeah, JR, you saw the same as I did. There was no passion there. There was, there was, it was, there was no heart there. I mean, he just kind of said it. He, 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 didn't, he didn't show me a damn thing. Well, he didn't show me nothing. That's your prerogative. I, I, don't, I don't really give a damn what he showed you or what he didn't. Oh. The, the issue is this guy's had a hell of a challenging life, and he just took a big man off his feet. The cover, is that gonna be enough here? Oh. No, not this time. No way, not tonight, not any night, not against Snitsky. Of course, Coach, a good-looking guy like you's never had his heart broken. No, I, I've never, uh, no, well, bro, course, I, I've broken not. a lot. Exactly. I've broken a lot. There's no doubt about it. Well, it, it's true. No, no, of course not. Thank you. And a side slam by Snitsky, overpowering again Matt Hardy. The cover, the hook of the leg, near leg hook, but Hardy's still able to barely kick out. And if you didn't believe Hardy's heart was broken, you could go on his website and read all about it. Well, that's true, but, but I also know that JR's never broken any hearts. I mean, let's face it, you're lucky to be married. Well, whatever you say. Uh -oh, look out now. 
At least I'm married and I like the opposite sex. Oh. And downstairs goes Matt. Wait a minute, Hardy looking for the twist of fate. And whoa! Oh, Snitsky got hung up on the top rope there. Snitsky going for a, a big kick, got hung up on the top rope. Can Hardy capitalize? Oh, look at this! Whoa! Oh, man! Oh, my God! The count! I'll be damned! I can't believe it! He hit the. Is that here, a here, here, what the whoa! Hey, wait, what the? Whoa! Doesn't matter. A little taste comes on Madison. Matt Hardy trying to cover up here. Edge hammering away at Hardy. How does Matt Hardy like it now when somebody attacks him from behind? I don't think he's liking it very much at all. Probably no, no better than Edge likes it. Welcome back to the WWE, Matt. <laughs> Matt Hardy in his first time back and. And a long time on Raw gets a victory and then gets the hell beat out of him by Edge. Well, maybe Matt Hardy is rethinking this whole coming back to the WWE thing. This will not be a wrestling match at SummerSlam. Back live here. Matt Hardy being helped uh, to back in the locker room area. Wait a minute. Oh, wait, a minute. wait, 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 wait. Oh, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy getting Edge. I just, I just thought I should warn you before your match. Because I spent a really long time warming Edge up. I just thought you should know. All right. Let me ask you a question. How does it feel to know that you will never, ever experience this again. It probably feels pretty pathetic. You know, Matt, you are pathetic. And as far as I'm concerned, you can go to hell. And 
we are back, ladies and gentlemen. The ladder still sitting in the uh, center of the ring. We really don't know why, quite frankly. And maybe this will shed some light. accomplish something by giving me the twist of fate. No, wait, no, wait. He did. Matt accomplished and proved what a pathetic loser he is who refuses to move on with his life. But, but Matt, I'm going to go out on a whim here, okay? Because I'm going to speak for the entire world, including myself. We're going to be just fine without you, okay? We're moving on. I know a lot about twists of fate. I, I might have spoke too soon. I don't know if these pathetic losers are ready to move on. As I was saying, I know a lot about twists of fate. Some can be really vicious, yeah. Others? Rather ironic, because it was five years ago. Does it ring a bell, Matt? Right here, on the very first episode of Raw on Spike TV. It was Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys in a ladder match. And there I was, proud as could be to support my man. My, 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 how things have changed. She's evil. One week, Matt. Seven days. You know, each rung on this ladder could represent the days left in your career. <laughs> See, next week, WWE comes home. And once again, Edge and Matt Hardy are going to tear their bodies apart in a ladder match. Only this time the stakes are far greater than the tag team titles, even greater than a shot at the WWE Championship. Oh, I know Money in the Bank is gonna be hanging high above the ring, but for the guy who doesn't grab that briefcase, he loses everything. He loses his lifeblood, his very reason for being. He loses his career. Ink slipped. And next week, Matt, I become a career killer. 
No more bitching and moaning and whining and complaining on the internet. No. Next week, loser leaves Raw. Chant Hardy all you want. You know, Matt, Matt says he will not die. He will not die. Well, when it comes to do or die situations, I thrive. How do you think I got that money in the bank in the first place? Because one-on-one in ladder matches, and I don't lose. I never have, and I never will. You see, Matt, in life, there's winners, and there's losers. Me? I'm a winner. <laughs> That's why that pretty lady Lita is with me now and not you. <laughs> and Matt, in this story, you're the loser. Nothing but a loser, an underachiever. Every opportunity that has come your way, you've blown it. So Matt Hardy, why are things gonna change? How are you gonna hold off the inevitable? You can't. You can't do it. Oh, oh look at that! Look at that! Hardy. There's Matt Hardy. It's look out! Hardy on the top of the ladder. Don't do it! Don't do it, Matt. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy juggling that ladder. Look at Angie's helpless up there. Matt, leave the ladder alone. And stuck on the top of the ladder. Matt Hardy toying with Edge here. Get out, Edge! Get out! Smart move by Matt Hart. One week away, Matt Hart is telling Edge. Can't oh. believe he reasoned with him. Look at this now. Look out. Oh. Matt Dog, come on. Matt Hart, no man. No, 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 to the chagrin of Lita and Edge. But either Matt Hardy or Edge will be leaving Raw forever next week. Well, Matt Hardy won't die, but if looks could kill, Lita would be pushing up daisies right now. Let's see this again. Look at with no regard for Edge. He just, oh, look at, look at legs stuck on the top rope. I can guarantee you this. Hey, look, it's, oh. it's the Wiley Coyote camera. Oh, my God. If Edge is unable to go next week at homecoming, Eric Bischoff's not going to be blaming Edge, one-on-one with Matt Hardy. And it's on Edge, it's 100%.